do this, communism, socialism, or capitalism? Well, I'm a communist, but I live in capitalism, so I would prefer socialism. Why would you prefer socialism, and why are you a communist? Because uh, I want to help other people, I am empathetic, I would prefer socialism, because it's a mixture of market economy and social rights based on the human development of the humanity. Cambodia was a nation under various regimes, from French colonial rule until the Japanese occupation in 1941, then again as a French colony until 1953, when it became an independent kingdom. Later, it became a short-lived republic from 1970 to 1975 until overthrown by the Khmer Rouge regime, and millions would die as a result of one madman. How did Pol Pot join Stalin, Mao, Hitler, and others in the pantheon of mass murderers? Saloth Tsar, better known by his nom de guerre, Pol Pot, was born on May 19, 1925, in Prekesabov, located about 100 miles north of the Cambodian capital, Phnom Penh. He came from a rich family that owned some 50 acres of rice paddy, 10 times the national average. Pol Pot, meanwhile, joined the Communist Khmer People's Revolutionary Party, the KPRP, established in 1951 with support of the North Vietnamese. My friends, welcome to the Sheep Get Sheared podcast, where here we talk about people, politics, and popular culture. I'm your host, Austin Creed. My friends, you know, there's so many lies out there in the world today. And with there being so many lies out here in the world, I figured, you know what? We need to set the record straight. We need to do an episode about the truth, and not just any old truth. We need to really go into depth and discuss the dangers of communism. Now, I know, apparently communism has become a little more popular these days. Yeah, I mean, apparently, it's becoming increasingly more of a, oh, I just care about everybody. I want everyone to be happy, and I want everyone to feel supported, and I just want everyone to feel good. That's what communism has become today. Not the fact that millions of people have died. Hundreds of millions, in fact, of people have died because of communism. But don't tell that to the know-nothing idealists who don't realize that the road to you-know-where is paved with good intentions. But don't take my word for it. If you think I'm lying, do some research. In fact, I'm going to do some for you right now because I would like to direct your attention, ladies and gentlemen of the Sheep Kids Sheared podcast, to this right here now back in january of 1963 this list was put into the records of congress and it was the 45 goals of communism as practiced by the then soviet union during the then cold war and it was the strategy through which the then soviet russia said they would use to undermine via the KGB to destroy the United States, not overtly, but from within. And I'm sorry to tell you, they have largely succeeded. Now, the KGB is gone. The Soviet Union is gone. But these ideals are not gone. Some of them are outdated, yes. Some of them you will see very frequently throughout your everyday life. 
and you will be shocked and it will be eerie and creepy and scary. It's Halloween time. This is the real horror right here. Not, not some, not some spooky skeletons or the, or the boogeyman. No, 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 no. This, this is what should scare you. Let's go down the list, shall we? I call it the commandments of communism because this is what the Soviet, then Soviet Russia said that they would use to undermine the United States. Number one, it's a little out of date, as is number two when related to atomic war. But you see, this one I find interesting. Number three says, develop the illusion that total disarmament by the United States would be a demonstration of moral strength. You see how they flip the language? It's not weakness. It's not, it's, it's not care. It's just using positive language and a positive spin on something terrible. I'll give you another example. Hold on. Let me, let me, let me I'll go back to this list in a moment, but let me uh, bring something else up to your attention that's a little more modern and not so 1963. Uh, You know the Israel-Hamas conflict that's going on right now? Yeah, that one? Well, it just so happens that in this conflict, some history is being repeated. You know, the communists are clever. They're not stupid. In fact, the rhetoric being used by Hamas of free free Palestine. Do you know where the saying free Palestine came from? Oh, you don't, do you? You just thought it was something that just came into being the last couple years or couple months? No, my friends. Guess who told the then, uh, I believe, who who was it? Uh, uh, I believe it was then Jehoshaphat, not Jehoshaphat. I'm trying to remember the dude's name. Dang it. Somebody remind me in the comment section. Jerifat, uh, I think is the guy's name. He was calling for the death of Jews, the destruction of Israel, and all this stuff. And it was the Soviet Union. That's correct. The Soviet Union who said, no, 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 no. Stop, stop saying kill Jews. Stop saying destroy Israel. What you need to say is free Palestine. Look it up. This is, I'm not making this up. It was the Soviet Union who changed the narrative from calling for the abolition of Israel and the death of all Jews to the freedom of Palestine and the liberation of the oppressed Palestinian people. Oh yeah, you didn't know that, did you? It's the communists who have changed the rhetoric since the beginning. I mean, let's just put it to you this way. Marx himself, excuse me, I'm a little sick at the moment. Marx himself was a bit of a loser. But for those of you who don't know about him, you would think he was some wise sage. No, he was a disgusting man who let his children starve. He cheated on his wife and was extremely racist. Oh, yeah. Oh, you didn't know that, did you? Oh, you thought that, you know, he cared about people and wanted everybody to just care about everybody. Oh no, my friends, you know, that's not at all what he actually did. In fact, one of my favorite quotes from Karl Marx is, in a bourgeois capitalist society, use is the only currency. There is no love. There is only use between man and a bourgeois capitalist society. But what they don't realize, and when people hear that, that are my age, you know, early twenties, late teens, they think that's true. 
yeah, I see use happening all around me, whether it's the use of corporations, uh, the use of rhetoric, uh, the use of propaganda, uh, the use of transactional relationships. Yeah, I see that. And I don't, I want people to just love everybody, man. I want them to be peace and love, man. I want to be able to smoke my dope and, 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 and just do it, do whatever I want and dance to samba and do all this nice stuff, man. Yeah, I, I, I'm down with that, brother. Yeah. Uh, do you really think that in a ca in a communist society they don't step on each other's necks, break each other's fingers fingers to get ahead in the bureaucracy? <laughs> Are you kidding? You really don't think that happens, huh? But you can't explain that to people who are know-nothings, who are idealists along the same lines as him and Angles and Rousseau. You can't explain this to them. You also don't, people don't seem to understand that people like Bernie Sanders, very dangerous. This democratic socialism is just, just discount communism. And uh, for those of you who aren't aware, socialism is just communism without a gun. So, um... I would be really concerned if I was you, but I'm getting a little off the track. Let's get back to this list, okay? Uh, number four, I, I last read number three. Number four, permit free trade between all nations, regardless of communist affiliation and regardless of whether or not items could be used for war. Um, in other words, they the all those sanctions and whatnot that we have on various countries, yeah, they, they don't want none of that. Just look at China. Y'all wonder why we're so hands-off when it comes to China? That's why. Uh, Long-term loans to Soviets, a little out of date. Oh, here's a good one. Provide American aid to all nations regardless of communist denomination. Or, demo or domination, sorry. Uh, uh, I mean... We, how much money do we give to these nations that completely live against our values every day of the week? And yet we give them money like Iran, uh, certain like Cuba. Oh yeah. Oh yes. My friends, this is not something that this should scare you. I know these, some of these seem like they're a little bit out of trouble. Oh, look at this. I just said China. Look at this. Grant res grant recognition of red China and admission of red China into the United Nations. They wanted China in the UN. Now, I'm pretty sure China's on the United Nations Security Council. Hmm. How interesting. Uh, Eastern and Western Germany, a little out of date. Uh, atomic tests out of date. Oh, yeah, this one's good, too. Allow all Soviet satellites individual representation in the United Nations. Yeah, that happened, too, by the way. Oh, yeah. Oh, this is... This one should scare all of you. All of you communist socialist vermin... And all of you conservatives out there who love America, this should scare you. Look at this. Promote the United Nations as the only, not one of, the only hope for mankind. If its charter is rewritten, demand, not request, demand that it be set up as a one world government with its own independent armed forces. Oh, you mean like the peacekeepers that have the highest rape rate of any soldiers in the world. Oh, yeah. Oh, you didn't hear about that, did you? No, you didn't hear about that, did you? Uh, resist any attempt to outlaw the Communist Party. Huh. Do away with loyalty oaths. Hmm. You ever notice how these uh, 
these oaths of loyalty, whether it be to America, to God, are going out of style, to the truth. Oh yeah, those things are going away. None of this is on accident. All of this is calculated. It's a drip, drip, drip campaign over the last like almost probably 100 years. Oh, let's see. That one's a little out of date. Oh, this is a good one. Capture one or both of the political parties in the United States. Oh, you mean like the Democrat Party that's becoming more and more socialist slash communist. And their loudest spokesmouths are talking about equality, equity, and all the things that the communists call for. And they actively support Palestine. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. I, I wonder how that happened. Use technical decisions of the courts, the courts, to weaken basic American institutions by claiming their activities violate civil rights. You ever wonder why the left cares so much about civil rights? They, they scream civil rights violation every second. This is why. Even the guy in the first clip that we played talked about civil rights and he... He voluntarily said he was a communist. Number 17. Get control of the schools. Use them as transmission belts for socialism and current communist propaganda. Soften the circulation... Sorry, soften the curriculum of said schools and get control of teachers' associations and put the party line in textbooks. You ever wonder why uh, more and more teachers, professors, principals, uh, school board people are becoming more and more socialist slash communist? Yes, this is exactly why. Gain control of all student newspapers. Oh man, showing some age on that one. Use student riots. You ever wonder why the students are the first ones to riot? They use the young. And every communist revolution ever, they always use the young. Use student riots to foment public protests against programs or organizations that are under communist attack. And then this is, I'm not even halfway through the list, my friends. I'm not even halfway through. Infiltrate the press. Get control of book reviews, editorial writings, policy making, and those type of positions. Oh my. You mean to tell me there's a government media complex that's putting out propaganda? Oh my god, that's shocking. Really? They they, they infiltrate the press? That's impossible. I was told that the press was the, the, the fourth estate. No, they've actually become the fifth column. And if you don't know what the fifth column is, read the Spanish-American War. Free to pick up a history book. Number 22. No, no, no. Number 21. Gain control of key positions in radio, TV, and motion pictures. Oh, you mean like Hollywood, uh, HBO, Hulu, Netflix. Oh, yeah. I wonder why we're seeing a lot of propaganda coming out from those types of things, in my opinion. Number 22. Continue discrediting American culture by by degrading... Degradating all forms of artistic expression. An American communist cell was told to eliminate all good sculptures from parks and buildings. You wonder why all of the statues are being torn down in America that represent American history? Controversial or not? 
substituting said images for shapeless, awkward, and meaningless forms. You wonder why the artists are often so-called communists? This is why. Uh, where is the, where's the, oh, here is it, oh, uh-oh, I'm about to trigger a lot of people, uh-oh, uh-oh, present homosexuality, degeneracy, and promiscuity as, quote, normal, natural, and healthy. Oh, you mean to tell me that the LGBTQ people are in on the communist line? Oh, yes, yes, they are infiltrate the churches and replace revealed religion in other words orthodox religion with quote social unquote religion discrediting the bible and emphasizing the need for intellectual maturity which does not i repeat does not need a religious crutch unquote oh my how wonderful my friends, this is not this is no this is not funny. I know some of you might think this is funny. This is not funny. How many of these things have that we've gone through have you seen actively pr pushed forward in our society today or that has been implemented whether recently or long ago? These this is no laughing matter. I'm barely halfway through the list. There's 45 of these things. And I'm only on number what number am I on? 27? I'm barely halfway. This is not laughable. My friends, I want you to realize the danger we are in. This is not funny. This is terrible and this is this should alarm you. Let's see, is there anything else that's interesting? Oh, look at this. Discredit the American founding fathers present them as selfish aristocrats who had no concern for the common man. Every communist's appeal is to the workers of the world unite, the common man they claim to represent. Meanwhile, when they take over, it becomes the elites and the peasants, the exact thing that they're saying the Americans are doing. Again, they're flipping it around. There is no middle class in a communist society. There is no middle class. There is the elites and the peasants who eat dust and mites in the street while the people in power eat, drive Lambos, have all the hot models, and have all the, the resources. There is no equality. The only equality present in communism is that you get equally nothing while the leaders get everything and the bureaucracy gets everything else. Number 32 support any socialist movement to give centralized control over any part of the culture and they give examples education social agencies welfare programs mental health clinics again this is back in 1963 this is 1963 It's unbelievable to me. Look at this. Discredit the family as an institution and encourage promiscuity and easy divorce. I firmly believe in the family as being important. I don't advocate for marriage right now because of the marriage laws and how easy divorce has become. If that comes to an end, I will be the biggest advocate for marriage on the planet. The problem is, I doubt that's going to happen anytime soon. Because divorce is so easy, promiscuity becomes a big issue. 
and it's a very big issue in society. In fact, it was so big, and it's been a common theme in U.S. not not even U.S. history, in world history, that back in oh goodness, I forget what the year was that he made it. But Aldous Huxley, Aldous Huxley's Brave New World. Sorry, I'm getting really excited. Aldous Huxley's Brave New World. One of the quotes from the Brave New World that Aldous Huxley wrote about in his manuscript. One of the propaganda lines put out by the government in that book was promiscuity is everyone's duty everyone belongs to everyone that is not on accident that is on purpose and that is why they hate the family because they see the family as a system of oppression they see the man as the oppressor and the woman as the one being oppressed and they again Instead of saying that men are no good, they say free women, liberate women again, using the positive spin to put a dagger in the heart of America and the heart of Western civilization as a whole. My friends, this is not laughable. Look at this. Look at this. Emphasize the need to raise children away from the negative influences of their parents. Attribute prejudices, mental blocks, and and retarding of children to supportive influence of parents. In other words, you see how in California they put in a law recently that says that if a parent does not reaffirm their child's gender identity, they can be taken away from them. This is what they're talking about. They want the parents out of the picture and they want any negative side effects to be attributed to said parents and again, this is talked about in Brave New World, where they did away with what they called viviparous reproduction, and it was the state who conditioned the, and bred the human beings into alphas, betas, gammas, and deltas, and epsilons, I believe. My friends, this is, this is chilling. Look at this. this I'll, I'll, I'll wrap it up. Last two. Transfer some of the powers of arrest... From the police to social agencies, in other words, social workers. In other words, don't let the cops go in and arrest people. Let the social workers also go in and arrest people. Treat all behavioral problems as psych as psychi sorry, I can't talk. Psychiatric disorders, which no one but psychiatrists can understand, understand or treat. And last one, number thirty-nine. Dominate the psychiatric profession and use mental health laws as a means of gaining coercive control over those who oppose communist goals. In other words, going back to the Soviet Union, if you, they considered you mentally ill if you did not like the Communist Party or their policies because they thought the world was so beautiful and so great that you had to be mentally retarded to not like or not agree with what they were doing. So they declared you mentally incapable and they shipped you off to be drugged to death. Claiming that they cared about you so much they wanted you to see the beauty and magic of socialism and communism. My friends, this is, this is very chilling. How many of those things do you see going on in America today? I'm sorry to tell you, a lot. I see a lot of overlap going on there. I am urging you, do not sit by and, and think you can do nothing because you can do a lot. A group of people is a dangerous thing. Do not be silent when you hear the communist vermin discuss their disgusting ideas that don't work. 
Remind them of the real history of communism and the mountain of skulls that every communist leader has left in his wake. Do not let them get away with the communist line, the garbage, the propaganda. Don't let it get by you without you saying something because I know that you know the truth. Do not be a side watcher. Do not sit on the sidelines. Get in there and substitute their lies for the truth. My friends, God bless you. God bless your families. God bless America. We will make this country great again and not let it go down the drains. Take care of yourselves. I'm out of here. Peace out.